This is Danhausen's very nice, very evil introduction to you, the Fanhausen's, who are listening to the Rough House podcast. And if you do not, well, guess what? Danhausen has a special message for you. And so does uh, Christoph and Marty Housen. Guess what it is? That's right. Up yours. Listen to the podcast or up yours. Behold, a podcast for the ages. Recorded live from the interdimensional terror vortex of their subterranean dwellings comes the Roughhouse Podcast version 3.0. Two galactic warriors put down their warhammers and battle axes to perform a more noble task. Complaining about professional wrestling on internet purchased microphones. Now with more Simpsons references and Kota Ibushi thirst. This is the Rough House Podcast with Marty and Christoph. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Rough House Podcast, episode number 266 for February 27, 2022. Hi, everybody. I'm Marty. Ciao. Como stai? Uh, it's Christoph here. How are you? Hello and welcome. Uh, this is a pro wrestling podcast where your two favorite uh, well, let's well, let's be yeah, honest here. Let, okay, us. Two, yeah, where we, you and I, <laughs> yes, where where we, who are they? Yes, who are I am? Uh, talk about the yes Yahweh. Uh, talk about the pro res for the joy of your ear holes every week, and uh, thankfully this week. Not as news packed as last week. Oh boy! Where yeah. uh, the return of Steve Austin got punted down the road uh, for uh, an entire different bit of pro res news. Uh, that said, if you want some additional thoughts on Cody Rhodes departing from AEW, hey, great time to sign up for a Patreon. That's right, because uh, the monthly edition of Schlegel Soapbox for February contains uh, Justin's thoughts on all things Cody Rhodes, plus a look at the. Rather terrible WrestleMania card, which does take us into our very first section of the show. The World Wrestling Federation. For over 50 years, the revolutionary force in sports entertainment. Well, Chris, it's two nights of WrestleMania, and we are on the road there because Elimination Chamber and Blood Money Fueled Saudi Arabia has already come and gone. And now there are no additional stops on the road to WrestleMania. There's no fast lane anymore? No fast lane. There is, however, a Massive Square Garden live show coming up on March the 5th that they were talking about all throughout Raw this week as if it were going to be televised. As of this recording, it is not. Okay. Uh, I mean, I would imagine... You know, not that it, not that they don't have the money for it, but I know sure. the the price to do a broadcast in MSG is astronomical. Yeah, it, it is not cheap, and honestly, it's not cheap to run a, a live, uh, traditional style pay per view event. Right, right, um, right. As uh, undoubtedly our friends at Game Changer Wrestling learned, with a crisp few hundred traditional pay per view buys oh. for their Hammerstein Ballroom show. Yikes. Uh, one of the biggest shows in the history of fight. However, f- a few hundred was the number quoted in the Wrestling Observer newsletter this week. Do you know what the price discrepancy was between the two? Was I it, believe was it? it was identical. I think okay. it was 30 no matter where you watched it. 
because wow. it was it was definitely higher than the average oh. uh, fight GCW show. I mean, if people are like me, I have no cable, uh, mm-hmm. so I would not be able to do pay per view. So yeah. fight would be the only option for me. Right. So you know that can certainly you know give some reasoning as to why the pay per view numbers yeah. were were so low. Yeah, I mean, there, there's that, but also I think about it in... Uh, it's also GCW. Yeah. Uh, who, <laughs> how the fuck would... Like, are there people who just go, well, there's a wrestling pay-per-view on this here in-demand channel. Time for me to make a purchase irrespective of content. Um, I think there are. Really? Uh, it, to a certain... To, to a certain degree. I don't know if they're quite like that, but, yeah. you know, I was talking with uh, my buddy Derek, fellow Lyco lad, mm-hmm. uh, and he was saying, you know, uh, since we were talking about WrestleMania, how the card is such garbage and yeah. there's, you know, the WrestleMania weekend is now a thing. It's mm-hmm. like, why don't we just hang out and order some shows on fight? <laughs> and but do you see, like that's our- the thing. Ordering some shows on fight, you know, that that is a, a right. much lower barrier of entry. Right. Yeah. You, you, you aren't saying, you know what? I'm I'm going to call my cable company. I know. I know. Of course, this day and age, you can just, you know, do a few uh, button taps Beep on the old remote, and Bob's your uncle. But uh, very, Joke still that. very strange to me that GCW decided to do traditional pay per view while not even having like a preview show available or, or anything like I, it may have just been to yeah. test the waters to see that's fair, you know, what kind of, uh, what kind of returns they would get on it. And they got their answer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Poor. It, it's the, it, it's the numbers equivalent of the rough house podcast. Let's yes. Put it that way. Yes. That, that, that is, <laughs> that is basically how it, it, it broke percentage wise, not by total number wise. <laughs> I kill for those numbers. You know, we had a few, few hundred listeners. I think we would be very happy. The days of the five thirty eight are, Oh my uh, God. How well, that sure. was, that was just, that was just Facebook people. That was just fans uh, on Facebook. Was yeah, that? Okay. Yeah. Well, Hey, we still have that many. God knows if they can see it because Mark Zuckerberg wants to motherfuck you for every single possible view. But I digress because Chris. Yeah. WrestleMania. Oh yeah. WrestleMania night two. The main event is officially signed. Here we go again. Roman Reigns versus Bork laser. <laughs> Uh, Winner takes all. They officially will be unifying the Universal and World Championships for about six weeks. So when Roman Reigns beats Brock Lesnar again, will he also get Sable? Is that winner takes that part of Winner takes all, or is it just for the title? Uh, you know what? It's possible. Uh, and and what a unique trajectory for the uh, former Sable Rena Lesnar. To yeah. go from Mark Marrow to Brock Lesnar it's still to the big dog, Roman Reigns. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, you know what, where's her biopic, you know? Fair point. Fair you know? point. I wonder who they, who they would get to play Jerry Lawler in that movie, to screen puppies. Probably uh, Jerry the Lawler. Uh, they, <laughs> they can use the Samuel L. Jackson uh, Captain Marvel technology. Oh, and it won't have to be running around a secret government installation. He's just sitting behind a, a uh, table. A yeah. table. Yeah. Which will later in the night get broken by something. And for some reason, help. it was Michael Cole all along. We don't know who this Jim Ross is that you speak of. No. No. Uh, but yeah, uh, they're going to unify the belts, which, uh, okay. Are they going to unify them? That That is as it was signed on Friday on SmackDown. So they said unification. They said winner take all, winner becomes both champions. Yes. Well, that's not a unification. Well, fair, fair. Touche. Okay. 
Well, that, that's, but, that's what I, that's what I'm curious. Um, like, cause if they are going to unify, which again, is still in the realm of possibility to happen, that would just mean the total demise of any brand split. Oh, I'm sorry. I can confirm championship unification. This is WWE.com described okay. as winner take all championship unification. Well, there you go. Well, then that leads me to believe that a brand split will be no more or the champion will jump between brands, which I think actually may be a better option. I'm sure neither USA nor Fox will <laughs> complain about Roman Reigns being on both shows. Right. Subsequently, this means everyone who is a main event star, because the plan is they're going to take this. They're going to build to Roman versus Rock in Los Angeles for sure. WrestleMania 2023. Every single main event star on Raw and SmackDown, if they haven't already, and perhaps even if they already have, will be sacrificed at the altar of Roman between now and then. <laughs> oh, no doubt. With maybe a couple returning old farts uh, also. Uh, but yeah. who's left? I mean, he beat Goldberg in hmm, just over five minutes in Saudi Arabia, and Goldberg looked rough. Like, dude fucking came. He isn't even wearing MMA gloves anymore. Goldberg. No. Goldberg rolled up rocking what appeared to be, I shit you not, uh, carpal tunnel braces around his hands. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I know this because I myself own carpal tunnel braces that looked like the guards he was wearing. Okay. All right. All right. Well, maybe he hurt his wrist training or something like that. Uh, I don't know why I'm trying to give Goldberg the benefit yeah, of the Yeah, I know. This uh, isn't like you. <laughs> maybe, maybe they'll hotshot Sunberg. To uh, you know, yeah, yeah, take the Brock Anderson route uh, <laughs> and uh, just get thrown right it's, into it's a program a, he's not ready for. It's gonna be a Kill Bill like thing. Uh, <laughs> shirtless Sunberg will be appearing at uh, you know WrestleMania thirty five, uh, twenty thirty five. Yeah, uh, to face Roman Reigns, who will still be sure. world champion yeah. by that point, yeah. uh, and I'll be able to move everything around. Uh, in terms of what else is going on. Uh, it, with regards to the WrestleMania card, Charlotte versus Ronda will be main eventing the Saturday show, uh, which means great news. You can stop you can watching the main that event. show early. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, I don't think I've come across a single person excited to see Ronda Rousey back or it at all. Considering, and I, I put on SmackDown for five minutes on Friday night. It's five minutes more than me, bud. Yeah, but still, I had it on for five minutes. I saw okay. Ronda doing the big smiling Ronda face promo, and it was literally Michael Cole talking about her accolades of being a you know UFC Hall of Famer and winning a gold medal in judo and all of these things, which, I'll be honest, if they have to repeat it, probably doesn't bode well for the crowd's knowledge as to who Ronda Rousey is. Uh, but oh, the fucking yeah. hairdryer cheers were back, man, because that was a crowd that audibly was cheering but visibly was not that was i, I believe hershey pa on friday because i had a yeah. couple people on my uh my timeline at the show yeah it uh it it was real real weird um and she sucks yeah she's so. not like as a person she's terrible and yeah uh, you know she's she's a good athlete sure sure no uh great athlete uh absolute glass jaw and yeah um, anything i think neck up is just you know she's it's she's it's irreparably broken. Yes. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. She is shoot dumb. 
Yes. And uh, she is, uh, sh- she's just not good. She she makes poor decisions. And garbage um, garbage uh, opinions as well. Speaking of garbage humans, Logan Paul will indeed be making <laughs> his in-ring debut, uh, tagging with The Miz against the Mysterios at WrestleMania 38. That, that's the guy from the Suicide Forest video, correct? Yes. Cool. Yes. Great. Yeah, Got brother it. to fellow YouTuber slash Boxing legend in his own time, Jake Paul. So Logan is teaming with The Miz. Yes. Okay. And Logan, is is he a boxer as well? Does he have Uh, any combat sports experience? I can't remember. I don't don't think so, but... Uh, th- this is this is where my age is literally hitting me like a train. I sure, no, I, I, mean, I don't know. I, asked you. I, yeah. I just know the pulses respective, or I, I know I know them as a group. Okay, I know I know they're both YouTubers. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I'm but, fairly certain Logan's the one who made the video in the Japanese Suicide Forest. Okay. Uh, and I'm pretty sure Jake Paul is the one who has given himself early onset CTE brain damage sure. by cosplaying boxer yeah. for a company that is losing hundreds of millions of dollars per year putting on these fights. Yeah, what's the name of the company again? Triller. Triller. Yeah, Triller. Guys, terrible fucking name. $811 million lost by them last year. Zoinks. $811 million. And I'm sure at least 20 of those went to Jake Paul. Uh, undoubtedly. Undoubtedly. Uh, but yes, Logan Paul, he, he was, uh, if you remember from uh, WrestleMania last year, he was the one who was involved in the uh, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn match. Oh, that was him? Yes. I thought that was Jake. Uh, no, that was that was Logan. They tried playing oh, okay. him as a face then. Right. They've recognized the error of their ways and they're yes. playing him as a heel now. He's very unlikable. And he's got, well, he does have a punchable face. They both do because they yes. look similar. Yes. Are they twins? No. No, they're, okay. they're just brothers. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, that that's going on also in another situation that allows me to hit this button. Here we go again. I, I got to give Spud credit, Chris. Oh, Drake Maverick, you mean? Yes. Drake Maverick got fired during the first bloodletting. Yep. Turned that into a whole social media to do. Uh-huh. Found himself... Without job, then brought back like a week and a half later. Sans contract, if sans I sans contract, correctly. correct. Yeah. Got a new deal. Uh huh. Subsequently, was let go earlier this year, and ladies and gentlemen, he's back and he's a writer instead. You know what? The barnacle that is Spud. If it's his lifelong dream to be employed by WWE, I feel like it's almost like, um, what do you call it? Uh, 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 um, Stockholm syndrome. Yes. That's the one. Yes. I almost said Munchausen syndrome, but that's something completely different. Yeah. Uh, Although somewhat related in that that's someone convincing you you're sick. And I yeah. no doubt the WWE has <laughs> tried to do that on a number of employees over the years. Well, they probably uh, slip things into people's water or catering or something, too. I wouldn't put it past them. But perhaps yeah. controversially, Chris, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and, and, and say this here for finding a way to constantly be fired and rehired, possibly making more money in the process. You know who Drake Maverick is, Chris? No. 
Roughhouse Podcast Wrestler of the Week. Yeah, that uh, dude understands this carny business in a way I don't think any of us ever will. That dude finds a way yeah. to pull a horseshoe out his ass and continue to get work. You know what? Good, good for him, man. Make, yeah. make, make your money. You don't have to. It's not the physical toll. Uh, that it takes on your no. wee little body. No, um, it's just, you know, very psychological. Oh, yeah, no. Like, I feel like there's going to be a retirement community set up for former WWE employees at one point <laughs> that is just, you, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, I don't know. I was come up trying to come up with some clever name, but I got nothing. Yeah, so Shady it's, Acres it's, for... It, uh, it's everyone who has gone on and, and done a Conrad podcast. Yeah. In fact, you know what? Blue Chew may sponsor this, <laughs> this retirement The Blue Chew Asylum. Yeah. 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 And it's just a bunch of people who get unbelievably freaked out if you sneeze. Yeah. And... Uh, not a Kleenex uh, in the place. Yeah, and and you know there there's some writers who are just stuck in the corner of the room going keep Roman strong, keep Roman strong, keep Roman strong, keep Roman strong. Yeah, Aww. just rocking back and forth. And, yeah, uh, yeah. It's it, it, you know it's it's good work they're doing there, Chris. They're re- yeah. they're really helping these people out in in yeah. some of the darkest of times. Yeah, somebody being taken down in a straitjacket, but creative is nothing for me. Creative is <laughs> nothing, nothing for, for me. me. Oh God. <laughs> Are you gonna wish me the best of my future endeavors? Um, it was the gobbledygooker. It was the gobbledygooker. Why? Why? Why is your grandpa here, Billy? He kept thanking the WWE universe when he would say grace. <laughs> uh, oh boy! Uh, terrible. Yeah. Maybe and, maybe we should found that place and uh, <laughs> you become millionaires in our own right. God damn it! Uh, if if we still had uh, half the guts to do a, uh, a fake commercial, that would be the one to do. <laughs> <laughs> that, would, that would absolutely be the one to do. Yeah. But uh, someone who may be headed there is uh, a gentleman who no longer has a contract in the WWE as Cesaro is now a free agent, Chris. Yeah. I remember just a couple of weeks ago after the Rumble yeah. when he wasn't in it. We we're like, where the fuck is Cesaro? Yeah. Why wasn't he in this 30 person match? Well, it turns out Cesaro was uh, getting ready to negotiate a contract. And um, he may have talked himself out of a job, is is what it sounds like. So, I, I don't know which side to take on this. So, yeah, that's one way of phrasing it. But it also could have been WWE lowballing him. And oh, then, absolutely. And him being like, fuck no, I'm not working, you know. I'm not taking a pay cut when you're making record fucking profits or an, an incremental raise when you're making all this money and, and shit yeah. like that. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm sure. What I am sure of is when he does the sessions with Renee Paquette, whenever he, you know, decides to and comes clean about everything. Once he has a new contract somewhere, that we'll get a little more light into that. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, the the bottom line is that uh, the guy <gasps> is available to go wherever his little uh, Swiss heart chooses. So. Who knows? Yeah, finally um, gets to grab the brass ring somewhere, I guess. Yeah. I mean, my immediate thought is, oh, wow, they have a ladder match coming up at the next pay-per-view next week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Could easily, you know, and the uh, poker chip or whatever they do usually uh, is on a brass ring. So yep. it's kind of right there. It but... is definitely right there. It does rate itself. And he could legally show up on this week's Dynamite. Uh, yeah. And I'm sure that will piss off a certain septuagenarian in Connecticut, that same septuagenarian who will be performing in a match at WrestleMania 
as Vince McMahon will be facing Pat McAfee, according to the latest lineup. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, I we, we, we go rather in-depth about this match on Schlegel Soapbox, so yeah. I, I'm going to avoid trying to recount a number of different things here. Uh, it's just, it seems like a terrible idea. I, no, I, nobody wants this. No, nobody wants this. And Chris, while we talk about something that nobody wants, I got to yeah. get this guy. Uh-oh. As New Japan decided this week, you know what we need in this absolutely ice cold era of Japanese shows? What's that? We need a 48 man tournament that contains 47 people you see all the time and one you don't. <laughs> Well, Shima's the the odd man out, right? <laughs> He's the one gentleman out. Forty eight people are making up the bracket of the New Japan Cup. Uh, it it is absolutely ridiculous. Also, a surreal selection of first round buys. Uh, by yeah, the way. Uh, I didn't realize Gato was worth the first round buy. Uh, but well, but he is. When uh, you write the bracket, then <laughs> you know what that makes it make a little more sense. What doesn't make sense is, hmm, let's take a look through this. Tamatanga and Tangaloa both getting first round buys. Not the IWGP heavyweight champion Kazuchika Okada. Not maybe that, the former champion Shingo Takagi. Maybe the uh, the GOD buy is for to allow for a quarantine time when they get back into Japan or something. Because they're aren't Perhaps. they in the states doing Impact shit? At the uh, they they or, were. Or? They okay. were. I, I, I would assume they've gone back by now if they're going to be on these shows. When does the uh, cup kick off? Uh, cup kicks off this Wednesday. Oh, okay. Um, so, maybe yeah, that, that could account for the – because I think they did impact tapings last weekend. Yes, that's So correct. that would account for the, the time for, for the two-week quarantine, which I believe Japan still has in place. Yeah, uh, I, although it might have been cut down to a one-week. Oh, really? Okay. If, if, I, if I recall correctly. COVID's over. Here's World War <laughs> Hey! You can finally go outside. Oh, that cloud looks unfriendly, and yeah, it's widening. That's weird. Uh, but yeah, 48 competitors. Uh, I'm not going to go through the entire breakdown of the field schedule. It's the entire bracket. roster of New Japan. That's yeah, it. It's, it's, it's everybody, including a returning Kota Ibushi. His uh, first match back will be on Tuesday's 50th anniversary show. Okay. Uh, that will not be uh, a part of the tournament. Uh, it will be its own standalone show. Mm-hmm. Um, the main event for that show is uh, a battle of generations. As it's Okada, Hiroshi Tanahashi, and Tatsumi Fujinami, who was on the first ever New Japan card. Yeah, okay. Going against Minoru Suzuki, Zack Sabre Jr., and uh, Yoshiaki Fujiwara, he of the armbar. Yeah, that Fujiwara. Yeah, yes. wow, okay. Yeah. Uh, they're also going <laughs> to have a battle of uh, the IWGP Tag Team Champions as the heavyweight champions. Goto and Yoshihashi will face the junior heavyweight champions of Raisuke Taguchi and Master Wada. That's an all-chaos throwdown right there. Wow, what a marquee match that is. Yeah. Uh, I, the one match on that card that uh, I'm actually wanting to see is sh- the Stronghearts trio of Shima, T-Hawk, and El Lindaman. 
Uh, we'll be okay. going against El Desperado, Yoshinobu Kanemaru, and Doki. So uh, that could be a lot of fun. Don't they normally do a uh, IWGP Heavyweight Champ versus Junior Champ match? They do usually do that. I'm not sure why that's not on this show because they were hinting toward it. Yeah. Uh, last weekend. I mean, so, I want Okada and Despi. That'd be fucking. That would rule. Uh, oh, you know what? This might be why because that is the main event of Wednesday's show. Uh, it will be because they're first, both in the cup. Uh, yes, and it'll be the first oh, round. Uh, okay, it'll be a first round match. So it'll okay, be there you go. Okada versus De- El Desperado on Wednesday. The rest of the card, mm, kind of a mess. Uh, Naito versus Yujiro. Eh. Okay. Yo versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. Maybe that could be okay. Yeah. Uh, Yano versus Taichi. Pass. Mm, Makabe versus Cobb. <laughs> That's a squash. Nagata versus Goto, which if we have Angry Dad Nagata could be yeah. fun. Yeah. Uh, Hanma versus Yoshihashi, which no oh, one wants. My God. And, uh, I fell asleep just hearing you listen to that matchup <laughs> being announced. And Shima versus Taka Mishinoku. That's uh, Wednesday's show. That could be fun. Yeah. Uh, Shima and Taka, they've gone against each other a few times over the years, and it's usually been pretty fun. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a real mixed bag. I mean, look, some... Really great matches could come out of this. As we were looking through the bracket, there's a high likelihood of Hiromu going against Minoru Suzuki, which is yep. something I think uh, both of us very much want. Uh, but of uh, on the whole, uh, it, it is not underwhelming at yeah. best. Yeah, that that is that is absolutely the best way to put it. A 48 man tournament with n- I was going to say no with one outside competitor is yeah. very underwhelming. Um, and, and kind of a bummer, uh, especially when, you know, the U S side of new Japan is basically just like fucking kick open that forbidden door. Well, we're running Ishii versus Chris Dickinson. Let's go. Like, like you could easily have brought those guys over or just done like, you know, either half the bracket or a quarter of the bracket just with the U S guys and then bring them over for the, uh, you know, semifinals or quarterfinals or whatever the fuck, you know, it's, it's. It's a suspect booking there, Gato. It, it, it could have been a lot more exciting than it is, and unfortunately... That... Has Gato lost his touch? Is this, you know, the end of the... Uh, he? I mean, when you think about it, the New Japan modern era started in, what, 2014, I think it was? Whenever the... Uh, Omega Okada stuff? Um, before that? Well, I was, I was going to say the, the Tana Okada stuff, because that was when okay. you could start getting... Uh, live streaming New Japan shows. Gotcha. Um, they they it wasn't on Twitch. It was on uh, another similar streaming service that doesn't exist anymore. But um, you know you could pay money to watch them live in the U.S., which you've mm-hmm. never been able to do before, at least legally. Um, and that's when people started talking about you know the greatness of of all these matches, and people gotcha. started really getting behind the idea of you know New Japan uh, it, here in the U.S. at least. Outside of just, you know, the hardcore tape trader types. So that's a solid eight years. And you figure the last two have been absolutely power fucked by COVID. Yeah. So yeah. uh, He had a good five year, five, six year run, I guess. The, the, uh, the, the shine is definitely off to say the least. But but again, like you said, COVID definitely has a lot to do with this. hundred percent. If crowds could actually respond, I think. Uh, they'd probably go, oh, shit, we got to get rid of this house of torture thing. Um, <laughs> as opposed to assuming that the lack of noise is heat. Yeah. 
so you just mentioning the house of torture made me think of evil which i never like to do mm-hmm. but that made me think of io shirai is she still employed by wwe she is still part of nxt yes she, really? she's done some dark matches recently on the uh, on like main roster dark matches yeah uh pre-smackdown tapings okay. her and dakota have been doing a lot of uh, dark matches and they haven't been called up yet which is a little worrisome yeah uh, i i, I even forgot she exists and where the fuck has Asuka been as well? Yeah. Has she Asuka, been injured? Uh, I, I believe she Was. had a minor injury, but decided to take a longer time off to get other things fixed. Okay. Uh, but you know, Asuka's getting up there in age too. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, when she got called up, she was in her late thirties. Right. Um, I mean, she's an incredible talent. That's not taking anything away from her. It's more just thinking about sort of the built in, um, biases of, WWE and yeah, yeah, how yeah. they handle their women's talent. Like, there's been a ticking clock on her, and it's right. ticking ever louder. So, I'd love to see her pop up at Mania. That would be awesome. And yeah, you got to figure Bailey's probably due back sometime soon. But I thought she was due back at the Rumble, and uh, that but, clearly didn't happen. But you know, that's a, a little left of uh, of who you were asking about. But yeah, sure, uh, sure. I also have to think if I'm an Io Shirai, or even if I'm an Oscar. I'm keeping a very close eye on the return of Kyrie uh, as to stardom. Yeah, as Kyrie Sane, Kyrie Hojo, or as she's now called Kyrie, all caps in English, yeah. uh, will be making her stardom return in March. I think if I'm them, I'm seeing how that plays out. Because, yeah, I mean, uh, it depends on how you know much they want to stay in America true. and how much money. You know, true. WWE will offer. I'm yeah. sure that's a big thing. But, you know, with EO being away from her husband for pretty much years now, that yeah. has to be a strain. Probably uh, very difficult for the two of them. Yeah. Um, and you know what? We wish them the best, as we do all random couples who we kind of want to see bone. <laughs> Which is most wrestling couples, except, oh, we forgot to talk about this. Yeah. How did you forget to bring up the Carmella and um, oh, yeah. Corey Graves reality show that's coming oh, to YouTube boy. soon? Yeah, my understanding, by the way, Chris, is yeah. that was a pilot they shot and shopped around and no one liked, so they're cutting no into fucking 10 shit. YouTube episodes in the hopes that enough people watch it there that someone yeah. wants to pick it up. Spoiler alert, nobody gives a shit. Yeah. Uh, in case you haven't seen the god-awful trailer for this piece I of shit. I haven't. I just heard about it, and I don't uh, plan on watching it. The concept of the show is, and you're going to love this, Chris, Carmella, Corey Graves, they really like to fuck. Oh, God. Yeah. Now, granted, because it's a reality show, and it's going to be on YouTube, you don't see anything. Yeah. But boy, do they like to talk about it. Ugh. Man, that guy is one of the worst. But you know what isn't the worst, Chris? What's that, Marty? Our friends at All Elite Wrestling, AEW, had themselves a big old pair of shows. Big old shows. In in Bridgeport, (laughs) Connecticut. Didn't think. Big old Bridgeport. Didn't think we'd have a Baking It reference on here. Big old bank. (laughs) But yeah, here we are. In the bubble Uh, part. Before we dig into our normal coverage of the uh, Turner Network's coverage of these shows, yeah. uh, let's talk about some uh, some signings coming up, and also a very big announcement along the way. Uh, it's been confirmed by every source, but the man himself, Shane Swerve Strickland, will be 
joining AEW possibly as early as this week. Cool. Throw him in a ladder match. Uh, so uh, nice pickup there. Uh, I, yes. I, uh, you and I both, since he's been let go, had said it's, you know, it, it should be a given that it he gets be, signed yeah. uh, because he is a hell of a talent. Absolutely. Absolute missed opportunity by WWE. Guy can be a crossover star. And according to the Fightful report, he is being eyed by Turner Media as a possible crossover star to appear in other programming. So That's awesome. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, so maybe that will be the replacement of uh, Roads to the Top. Let's go. Yeah. I'm here for so, it. Uh, we may see a bunch of Swerve on our TV. But also, uh, in a random interview done at a live show, <laughs> Jeff Hardy just goes, yeah, I'm going to AEW. Thanks for <laughs> ruining the mystery, Hefe. Uh, I mean, let's be honest. We all kind of knew it was coming yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. And I will be honest and say, I know this will be a needle mover for a lot of people. I'm not one of them. <sighs> He's fine. No, but you know, it's, it's going to be a Hardy Boys act. Yeah. So that's that's the appeal. You're Two 50-year-old get... men I running know. around in I, hot I topic gear. Like, I know. I'm good. But it's going to pop the crowd. Yeah. They'll have matches with the Bucks. They'll have match with uh, FTR. The big Lucha one will Bros. be with Private Party, and I'm sure private they're going to put them over yeah. huge. And, and look, Quen and Cassidy deserve it. Yeah. And I'm sure for them, it's really cool. For me, eh, I'm okay. You know, I'm not I'm not super thrilled on it. I know that not everything in every show is going to 100 percent appeal to appeal to my specific tastes. Right. So, you know, it's the the issue is when it's like WWE, when there's, you know, out of, you know, 15 segments, there's maybe one I kind of would like to give a shit about. Yeah, you're interested in one half of one segment. Right. As opposed (laughs) to one segment of 20, not being something i am absolutely in love with yeah so and, and depending on whether difference. or not you're watching dynamite or rampage in terms of how many segments they fit into an hour I, look i feel like there's the equal amount of segments between the two hour dynamite and the one hour rampage <laughs> at this point because those taped rampages are fucking use the speed force to fight to get everything <laughs> yeah you, you you can hear the line of coke during the, uh, yeah. the opening music of rampage just all this of a sudden rampage, every friday rampage. it's just like yeah. let's go <laughs> anyway um other stuff from the world of aw again before we talk about the shows uh and helico uh oh, yeah. to, to twitter to do his big announcement and he mentioned he tore his acl so that's yeah. why he's been gone not yeah. that he uh is not being used or he's on the outs or anything like that uh just he's recovering from an injury and he's actually ahead of schedule didn't know he was hurt so i'm actually glad no. to hear that he's uh doing well was the last we saw of Jack Evans when he lost his hair in that match against OC? On the main shows, yes. He's done some dark tapings. Has he? Okay. All right. Yeah. Is he still part of the AHFO? Yes, he is. Yes. Okay. And right. he's still using the awesome TH2 theme. Okay. Which is admittedly <laughs> less awesome without Angelico doing his weird little dance. That's true. Is he still dressed like a Mountain Dew can? Absolutely. Would you expect awesome. anything less? Jack Evans from the heavens? That's what he does, man. <laughs> um, so, Chris, let, let's yeah. get you on tape right now. Oh Tony Khan has been saying for the past few weeks <laughs> that he's got a big announcement. It's involving lawyers. 
He's got this whole big to do. Uh, Wednesday. He said it's not a signing. Yeah, Wednesday. Oh, he said before, it's not just a signing. Uh, Wednesday before uh, Dynamite, there was a a video of him and uh, uh, Tony Schiavone. Uh, talking about the show, but it, more importantly, him talking about this. He said, I promise you something big is coming. It's not like the first dance where I can put a date, time, and place on it and say I know exactly when, but it is like the first dance, and I know something big and important is coming to AEW, and I'm very excited about it. Um, he said uh, that it will be really great for fans and wrestlers. Union. <laughs> and then uh, he said in an interview on Friday evening uh, that he will make the historic announcement at the show in Jacksonville. Uh, it is not just one particular piece of talent. It's something that's very special. I'm really excited about it. And uh, again, it will be announced on Wednesday. I don't know what this could be. Uh, spitballing. Some kind of deal with another promotion. Mm-hmm. Maybe he bought Ring of Honor. Certainly um, possible. Uh, John <laughs> Gresham know. was backstage yeah. on Wednesday. Um, um, you know, maybe some kind of deal with GCW or uh, another handshake or the, um, I guess more than a handshake deal with Impact for some kind of uh, mm-hmm. uh, joint pay-per-view or something yeah. outside of that. Yeah. I mean, I, I really don't know what would qualify for what he's hyping up here it uh, doesn't seem to be anything with new japan because they're tied up for you know the next couple month or two with the new japan cup Mm -hmm. unless they're announcing some kind of big joint show Mm -hmm. here in the states uh, um months from now yeah uh, over the summer or a stadium show where he's bringing aew to japan for a jingu stadium show or some shit i don't fucking know um what else could it be another TV show, like an actual on TV, not just a darker elevation sort of yeah. thing, a second hour to Rampage or um, some kind of, you know, free pay-per-view type thing on Turner or something. I, I, I honestly have no idea. So where I'm going to go, and, and I recognize kind of a, a broken record from us here at the Rough House, mm-hmm. but I am going to guess that this is a, a multi-tier announcement. Okay. I am going to say Sabu. Uh, oh, I mean, look, if it's Sabu, <laughs> I mean, Chris, much like on Friday, uh, the text will just randomly stop. And it's not because I'm asleep. It's because I've run through the glass door going to my backyard and I am just screaming in the streets. Yeah. That's, yep. That tracks. That that's, tracks. that's what's happened. Mm-hmm. Um, it's either that or, you know, if someone hits a shooting star, same thing. Sure. Uh <laughs> I think he has acquired the Ring of Honor tape library. Oh, uh, an AEW network type thing. And he is selling the rights to that and to every AEW show for streaming on HBO Max. I mean, the infrastructure's there. It's all yeah. right there. Yeah. You got I, you're in bed with Turner for, you know, the long haul it seems yeah so why not i i I think that's what it is because when he says it's for the fans and for (laughs) the wrestlers think of all of the indie talent who have been on dark yeah been on dark elevation who would be on those shows moving forward 
you now get to say you're on one of the, let's say, three biggest streaming networks. Like, sure, that's a, a nice feather in everyone's cap. Not to mention having these histories of all these indie talents. Yeah. Now, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm, I'm, you know, shooting for the moon here when I should be, you know, shooting for a small anthill. Look, even if it's just the AEW stuff on uh, HBO Max, that's a big deal. You know, if you couple in the Ring of Honor stuff, then wow, that's uh, that's spectacular. I mean, if if I want to go full galaxy brain, hey, maybe once this becomes because I I would feel like they wouldn't start streaming immediately. Sure. Live streaming immediately. Like, I don't think Revolution is going to be on HBO. Maybe Double or Nothing will be. Right. Maybe this is something where, hey, they're in. Uh, they've got uh, Thunder Rosa on the roster. Thunder mm-hmm. Rosa, she's got her own company, Mission Pro. Yeah, maybe live streaming shows can be on HBO for that too. Now I don't know if HBO would want to stream indie shows sure. to that level, but I mean it. It would be a very cool, very unique opportunity. And again, it it gives a higher exposure to all of the hard work all of these guys have done the past few years. No doubt. So um, that that's my guess. Look, we'll know Wednesday. I like it. Undoubtedly, uh, we're going to be disappointed. But hey, <laughs> until the hype then. machine never rests. For, l- until the then, let, let, let's try to be hyped. And uh, hey, let's go ahead and talk about what happened on Dynamite this week. Uh, as we are on the road to Revolution, had a whole bunch of stuff going on, and it kicked off with the Tag Team Battle Royal. Yeah. Uh, everybody waiting on the outside of the ring as the show kicks off. Out comes Jurassic Express and Christian Cage to watch every match or watch every uh, every part of the bout yeah. right in front of them. Uh, one thing I did note was the difference in uh, comfort level of the chairs, uh, namely... Christian had a much more supportive chair than Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Hey, man. That's Just a, a weird situation of how the chairs worked out? or Seniority. Uh, yeah. That, that, was that some veteran king shit right there? Uh, uh, yeah, that's probably a little sure. bit of both. Um, I thought this was a very weird battle royal. The whole two-partner elimination thing, I think, left the crowd wanting. Plus, having everyone in at once meant... None of it really connected until we were down to a smaller yeah. group. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the you know that l- latter part is an issue with battle royals as a whole. Yeah, uh, battles royal, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. But it made me realize out. why the Royal Rumble works in a way that other yeah. battle royals don't, because right. you you have those arcs and those stories throughout. And hey, uh, <laughs> there were moments that called back to history. You had the yeah. big Santana and Trent stare down. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I thought was awesome. And it, unlike so many moments that you're used to in other companies where it's like, oh, look, here's the guys referencing their history. It felt genuine. It felt yeah. legitimate. And, and the crowd's response was really, really cool. Um, but uh, the, the last four in the match ended up being Matt Jackson, Kyle O'Reilly, Dax of FTR, or FTR bar, or bald, if you prefer, uh, <laughs> and John Silver. Yeah. Uh, John Silver really tried to go to distance here and, you know, come off like a, a, a big locomotive machine. God damn it. If they get Cesaro, I hope they don't go, hey, wait, we have tiny Cesaro right here and, <laughs> uh, you know, try to get rid of him. Um, but I, I thought this was awesome. Awesome. And I loved the finish, which was uh, a, a hold to do where um, 
Uh, Kylo, Kylo Riley appeared to have hurt his shoulder. Yeah. Uh, and then um, uh, Matt was going to eliminate John Silver. Kylo Riley stops selling the shoulder and dumps both Matt Jackson and John Silver over the top, giving yep. Red Dragon the win. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's we kind of predicted that the two winners of the two qualifying matches for this triple threat at revolution would be the bucks and red dragon. So we're halfway there. It makes sense to continue the descent of, uh, you know, the elite versus whatever they're calling the coal red dragon, uh, team up, which they've yet to give it a name. Right. Not quite um, the undisputed. Era. I can't believe yes. it's not the undisputed era. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, so, so yeah, no that that makes uh, that makes good sense. Um, and I'm sure when they do the casino battle royal this week, the Bucks will come out uh, on top of this. Yes, uh, unless there's some sort of uh, bullshittery. Which, hey, odds are uh, that could happen as well. Anyway, yeah. post match, uh, the Bucks and uh, uh, Red Dragon they're all pissed off at each other, yelling at each other. Here comes Adam Cole to try to. Uh, you know, um, handle things, but Hey, here comes Adam page, the Hangman, the champ who wants revenge on red dragon turns into a whole big schmoz. Uh, page hits the buckshot on Kyle Riley, then grabs the microphone and said it was story time with Adam page, baby. Yeah. That was good stuff. That was a really good promo too. Yeah. Uh, good fire. Very, very good. Uh, called back to their promo from the week before, talking about you know how uh, Cole had won world championships everywhere, but uh, in this instance, he's just getting closer to a six foot hole in the ground. And six foot is uh, generous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then Danielson was backstage with uh, Tony Schiavone talking about Daniel Garcia, frustrated that Garcia didn't have a mentor like William Regal. Regal name check. Yeah. And uh, instead he's hanging out with uh, geeks like 2.0. And he said he would give John Moxley an answer about a match at Revolution uh, later tonight. MJF comes out for the biggest babyface promo I've ever seen cut by a heel. <laughs> Despondent, sad, and humble. Definitely shook to the core by the possibility of this dog collar match. And instead, wove a tale of being harassed for being Jewish, and the only thing that could save him was pro wrestling. Punk was his hero, and then in January 2014, Punk left. Punk left him wanting. And he said, you know what, I'm going to become a pro wrestler in spite of him quitting college, pursuing his dreams. And he said, you know what, I might bleed at Revolution, but I will never quit because if I do that, I'll be just like you, CM Punk. But I'm Maxwell Jacob Friedman, and I'm better than you, and you know it. Fucking chef kiss of a promo. <laughs> Maybe the acting was a little chintzy. Maybe it ran a little long, like every fucking MJF promo. Yeah. But this was unlike anything he had done to this point. Certainly unexpected and well executed. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I thought he laid it on a little thick personally. Sure. Um, you know, but it definitely told the next level, the next layer of this story with punk. So, uh, mission accomplished. And then punk coming out to no music. Yeah. You know, to, to just off mic, ask him if it's true. Like, you know, 
MJF getting a ton of credit and and rightfully so, mm-hmm. but the way Punk came out and responded to it was also uh, a straight chef's kiss right there. Yeah, very very good. Awesome segment. Adds to the build of what I'm sure will be one of the highlights of Revolution. No doubt. Um, and Chris, that show is next Sunday. I know. Holy I know. Shit. I know. Just flying toward it. Daniel Garcia and 2.0 were backstage. 2.0 wanted to know if Danielson wanted a taste. <laughs> what are they? Where are they from? They're, are they all from Buffalo? Oh, they're that's right. They're 2.0 is Canadian. Garcia is from Buffalo. The accent is just. It's the 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 big headed one. Is that Jeff Park? No, that's uh, Matt, Matt Lee. Lee. That's Matt, Matt Lee. Lee. Yeah. His accent is like, it's almost like an exaggerated John Candy esque sort of <laughs> accent. You know, yeah. like a, yeah. a fired up, um, uh, you know, like planes, trains, and automobiles. Uh, uh, John Candy sort of thing. It's just, it's very weird. Very weird. Yeah. Uh, but I, I love it. I, I, I absolutely adore it. It's great. They're hams. They're fucking oh, hams. Oh, yeah. Man. And I, I kind of want a Brian Danielson-Matt Lee match now. But that's just me. <laughs> uh, but uh, Garcia said he was already violent and he was going to prove it tonight. Uh-huh. Then something that should have been uh, an absolute roughhouse banger followed. You had the lights go out. Here come mm-hmm. Kings of the Black Throat, Malachi Black, Brody King, looking like fucking badasses. Yep. Got new themes blasting. You yep. got the you know, the double pedal drums. You got fucking everything going. They got the name that. right on the lower third finally. Yeah, finally. They knocked that out of the park. <laughs> Penta comes out. He's out there solo. I'm like, oh, shit. Here we go. Then, boom, new theme. Alex Abrahante is looking exactly like Death fucking bill and ted he yep. rolls out yep and who peers out from behind a fucking gravestone but penta oscuro yeah meaning dark penta dark, because yeah. he is pentagon dark but you can't call him that right yeah it's copywritten and you know he's wearing the dark penta gear along with a what appeared to be a tuxedo jacket, which you know, <laughs> hey, it was a leather jacket, wasn't it? Uh, it, it had very wide lapels. It, it looked like it was supposed to be a little more dressy. I don't know. It, it looked it looked like it was made of leather. I thought it was badass, but shocker. I, 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 I thought, it, I I thought it was it was kind of silly, but you know what? So is the entire presentation of yeah. Oscar. <laughs> I mean, which, come on, man. Which you know, I was like, hell yeah, here we go. Here's my shit right here. Right here. And then Connecticut decided, you know what? We we don't know how to how to act like a crowd. Do the New Japan thing? We'll do the New Japan thing. Yeah. The crowd sucked pretty much mo- all night. Yeah, but particularly here. Yeah. And it kind of killed the match to to a certain extent, uh, extent. Yeah. I, and you know, the the in-ring work was really really good. Those guys, you know, if they They busted their ass. The the fucking yeah. bit where uh where Brody put was it he put Penta on top of Pac and then he Correct. chopped Penta. No, it was Pac no, on top of Penta. Pac was on top of Penta. Yeah, yeah. chopped and Pac and Pac did Rana. the Poison Rana. Yeah, like that spot rolled. I I, <laughs> I I thought that was so dope. Uh, and I will say the idea of the finish where, um, uh, Malachi Black's going for the mist, but Penta covers the mouth and he does the roll up. Yeah, that is too subtle to read in an arena. Like, sure. No one's going to understand that's what just happened. Right. I no, watched that's... it on television with a camera on them, and I barely understood that what happened. Excalibur did a lot of heavy lifting on that. He did. 
And, of course, the live crowd doesn't have the benefit of commentary. Sure, yeah. So it was a little weird, but uh, and, and the timing felt odd, especially in the next bit, because post-match, Kings of the Black Throne are beating down uh, Pac and Penta. Malachi Black pulls out the shovel that uh, Penta Oscuro had in his entrance. And well, it I feels think like he murdered Alex Abrahantes before this. Too. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Through and a table, I think. Yeah, yeah. Or into a table. Um, and uh, they are all just kind of like killing time, waiting for a moment, and then yeah. the lights go out. Sabu, I scream Sabu in my yeah. living room. My wife dials nine one and then waits <laughs> to dial for the other one. Uh, she's it's not Sabu. Yeah. Instead, it was Buddy Matthews. Yeah. Called buddy matthews wearing yeah. fucking buddy matthews gear like not not an ounce of change in presentation but a lot a lot of steroids in that little tiny body tons of hgh yeah uh and uh he gets in the face of malachi black but then starts beating up penta and Pac. then uh a whole bunch of random local jobbers come out as security Including yeah. one that didn't know how to take a hip toss properly, nope. which just looked absolute slapdick. But hey, uh, Buddy Matthews hits a curb stomp on the Penta, and uh, hey, I guess they're a trio now. I, what? Where we got at the end was fine, but how we got there was a mess. Not the best of executions. It was a, a shit sandwich of a segment. Started good, a lot of shit in the middle. Yeah. And then it got good again. Fair, fair. I would have liked, you know, uh, I, they were trying to sell this history between Black and Buddy. Oh, nobody gives a shit. Just yeah. have him come in and be the third disciple or whatever and have him at least kind of dress similarly. Like, it. Uh, come on. No. Put a, little, put a little effort into it. I'm with you. At, at the least, couldn't he have his Buddy gear, but it's in black and red? Right. A lot of the black and red gear that, that Brody and, and Malachi are wearing these days. Or like, call him Buddy Black or Buddy King or something yeah. like that. You know? Yeah. Black Matthew. No. But Buddy Buddy Throne. Yeah. So you got King, Black, and Throne. Kings <laughs> of the Black Throne. It writes itself. Or he could be Knight. Knight Matthews. So then we have the Kings and their Knight. I don't know. Sure. I'm yeah. trying here. Squire Matthews. Is Squire still open? What's that? Is Squire's still open in Dundalk? You know, I don't know. I'll have to go to the Google machine. I haven't had their pizza in fucking forever. Chris Jericho and Eddie Kingston <laughs> had a confrontation. The worst non sequitur ever. Chris Jericho <laughs> appears to be listening to John Moxley because he looked slim, trim, and absolutely unbloated this week. He, I noticed that. It almost looked like uh, some abs, almost. It was on, wild, on right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It may have been a shirt. <laughs> it's a very tight shirt with no, no, he, he, cuz he had he had like the open jacket with no, no shirt I look. I, I yeah, I know. Um, was, that was but, a joke. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Uh but <laughs> it was it was interesting. I was just like and also he wasn't he didn't have like the shitty hair dye like he was embracing then he was going gray and like he looked all right there. Good for you, Chris. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tim and Eddie there's security cards there for some reason, which Eddie thought was absolutely fucking hysterical. And what I thought was so interesting about this segment is Chris Jericho cut a hell of a promo. Yeah. However, he on the other side of the ring was Eddie Kingston, 
Yes. Who, while you can sit here and say, as a smart fan, he cuts great promos. Oh, Eddie Kingston does not cut a promo. Eddie Kingston is Eddie Kingston. 100% of the time, he's in the ring, he has a microphone in his hand. Yeah, he was just talking shit. Yeah. <laughs> this was not a promo. This was just Eddie talking shit. Yeah. So one guy was doing a great job of performing. Sure. And yes, the other guy was real as fuck. Yes. And it was awesome. Yeah. I've talked a lot of shit about the idea of Chris Jericho, Eddie Kingston, and blah, 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 blah. I loved this. I thought this was such a great and well-done segment. Yes, it did delineate the difference between sports entertainment and pro yes. wrestling. But you know what? I think that was the point. Yeah. I, I, I think that was the idea. Uh, and it's a fair wrinkle in the story. Yeah. Uh, and Eddie Kingston, you know, his little non sequiturs in between, you know, why are we doing this? Why are we, get yeah. Willow out here? Get Chris Statlander out yeah. here. Let's have another women's match or some shit. Uh, uh, Jericho talking about how Kingston looked like a jobber and he thought everyone was excited because they're bringing in Eddie Edwards. And he's like, you know what? You wrestle, you talk. I know you're going to be a big time baby face. Kingston immediately. What's a baby face? I don't yeah. know what baby face is. So good. It, it, so now, good. my question to you is, was it too shooty for you? Because I know you don't like that. At a point. At a point. I was like, mm, could have done better. So. <laughs> okay. Kingston being like, you know, I want the Jericho that bled buckets in Tennessee. Cool, yeah. fine. I want the Jericho who impressed Tenru in war. Okay, that's that's Eddie Kingston being a Japanese wrestling nerd. Sure. And that's who he is. Awesome. Yeah. I want the Jericho who pissed off your buddy Levesque. Yeah. I would have said, I want the Jericho who beat Steve Austin and Rock in the I same was night. I say the like, exact same fucking thing. That is how you maintain yes. kayfabe and reference the other guys. Yes. Yeah. Because there's nobody watching in the arena or at home who doesn't know who the Rock or Stone Cold Steve Austin are. Exactly. And also, how much or for how long, rather, did Chris Jericho have the line about being the guy who beat I Steve know. Austin and the Rock? Like, that would have been such a perfect way of tying it together. Like you could have even just said Dwayne and Steve in the same night, you know? Yeah. 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 But like, yeah, only the real hardcores knew that triple H fucking hated Jericho. Yeah. Well, you know, but, hard. <laughs> and, and, and I recognize that that is a lot of who AEW like tips a hat toward, but yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that was the one thing was like, ah, dude, you could have, you could have had that perfect little that little nod there that really underlined like Jericho is one of the top guys of all time, whether anyone else wants to see it or not. Like, yeah, he did that. Um, but I feel like that line was something Jericho was like, yeah, hit me with this at the end. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. That seems like something he would come up with. Yeah. Uh, but the idea of, you know, Kingston never winning the big one because Kingston didn't believe in himself and he comes yeah. from a line of failures. And I thought that was, you know real real solid character shit and yeah. uh, I, I enjoyed it a lot um, then we had a backstage promo with the A A F H A. it is hard to say A-H-F-O yes the Andrade Hardy family office yes that's what I'm going to go with yeah. um, weirdly enough we are getting a tornado trios match at revolution between Andrade, Matt Hardy, and Isaiah Cassidy yeah. against Sting, Darby Allen, and Sammy Guevara. Now, look, 
this might be Tony going, you know what? Isaiah really busted his ass putting people over the past few weeks. Let's put him on the pay-per-view. Yeah. Which, hey, fair and well met. I understand. But, god damn it, I really wanted Darby, Sammy, and Andrade and Triple Threat. I still feel like it's going to happen. Yeah, it'll probably be at Battle of the Belts, too, or, yeah. you know... Uh, what, what was the thing I said to you? Uh, AEW Dynamite Easter Egg Hunt or something yeah. like that. <laughs> like, Tony loves branding <laughs> random shows. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's what it'll be. But yeah, I was just like, oh, well, that's a bummer. Well, if that's a branding thing. Yeah. And they've lost their chief branding officer. Maybe <laughs> some of that shit will be uh, toned down a little bit. Fair point. Fair point. Uh, we had a face of the revolution qualifier. Not a lot to it, but Ricky Starks defeated 10. Yeah, dude, Ten is so fucking yoked. It's insane. Yeah, it, it's kind of scary. He looks like Bane. Like he I know does. he's wearing the fucking dead shot, Deathstroke, man. the Terminator yeah, mask. Deathstroke, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but uh, he looks like Bane. Yeah, um, and Ricky Starks is way too talented to only wrestle like once every two weeks. I love this guy. He, you know, and I, and I love hearing him on on commentary too. But yeah, he is uh, he is the real deal. That was that was good stuff. You know, his escapes from the. Um, Full Nelson were, were clever and well thought out and well executed. Yeah. It's a good match. Very, very good. Then uh, we had Jade Cargill defending the TBS championship against the Bunny. And uh, this is how they got back over a million, boys. The Bunny was back. No <laughs> Bunny's back to, to save everything. The Bunny. With a jobber entrance, too. Yeah. Kind of weak. Yeah. Um, much like the match itself, which was just fine. It was, it was more cool. about shenaniganry from Mark Sterling and Matt Hardy on the outside and... Really built to the post match, which was uh, Jade asking who's left, and here comes. Did she Jade say Con- who's left? I she, thought she said who's next. Well, she said it's not about who's next; it's about who's left. So she, oh, she okay. did all of it. Okay. Uh, and uh, Tay Conti comes out, and it looks like we are uh, going to get uh, that at Revolution. Turns into a, a whole thing where they got in each other's face. Here comes the bunny. Uh, then Bunny gets taken, or sorry, Tay Conti gets taken out with a pump kick by Jade, and. Definitely watching on tape delay comes Anna J uh, with a steel <laughs> chair after everything has happened. Yeah, yeah, a little late on the on the pickup there. Maybe she was, uh, you know, pitching off a loaf in the bathroom or something. I don't know. <laughs> Keith Lee was backstage talking about the face of the Revolution ladder match, and Chris, I wanted your take on this. Okay, what do you think of Keith Lee as a promo guy? Because he does not cut a normal promo. No, he's he's got this sort of. Blah, 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 like uh, it's almost like a pompadour sort of uh delivery it it it, it is uniquely him uh i don't know if i love it um uh, but... starks does a killer impression of it i can say that <laughs> yeah but i mean you just you give me uh if they start out this ladder match at um at Re- revolution with those two for a couple minutes yeah. Hob- i'm talking about hobbs and um uh, Keith Lee, yeah. uh, then that is that is some big money right there, man. Again, though, a lot of beefies. We need a flippy or three in there. Well, you know, they, well, Starks well, can flippy. Starks can flippy. OC will flippy uh, around. OC will, will definitely we'll get flipped flippy. around. Yeah. <laughs> um, then our main event of the evening was Daniel Garcia versus Brian Danielson. Another match, not unlike the Death Triangle, uh, uh, Kings of the Black Throne match where God damn, the crowd needed to give this more than they gave it. Uh, I loved the in-ring work of this a lot. I, yes. I thought this ruled. 
The fucking knuckle lock forearm spot is going to be stolen by every indie worker in the world. <laughs> um, in fact, it may have been on any number of shows that streamed the past two days. Sure. Yeah, you're probably uh, right. I I thought this ruled. My only wish was it went longer. Yeah, it, it did seem pretty brief. I don't know if other segments went long or if that was the time they were slated to have, but they made the most of the time they did have. Yeah, the the, the strikes, the kicks, the everything fucking ruled. Just the, um, there's that, that scrappiness of Daniel Garcia is just, I love it. Yeah. And uh, post-match, uh, John Moxley, or sorry, 2.0 attacks yeah. Danielson, out comes John Moxley for the save. Danielson gets in the face of Mox and tells him, Yes, I accept your challenge for revolution, but don't be surprised if you're the only one bleeding, which very nice way Good to line. wrap us up. And then that sent us right into. <laughs> Rampage, the fastest hour of pro wrestling on TV, um, especially when it's pre-taped. Yes. Kicked off with both competitors in the ring because they aired the entrances on the YouTube. The YouTube. Sammy Guevara and Andrade El Idolo. This match ruled, but goddamn, Sammy has nights where he's totally on and he has nights where he botches fucking everything. And this, unfortunately, was the latter. I don't think it was everything, but it definitely not as uh, smooth as we've seen him be. Yes, yes. He, he was not... Uh, the Rob Thomas to Andrade's Carlos Santana here when it came to smoothness. <laughs> wow. It, it did not play out as well. As wow. I and uh, surprise, surprise, it's Sammy retained. Of him. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, Sammy Guevara retains with a double jump cutter, gets the pin uh, because all's fair in the game of love. Here comes Matt Hardy. To get into the ring, getting uh, after Sammy Guevara, but then uh, Stang and Darby Allen make the save. Uh, Isaiah Casti ends up eating a coffin drop, and yeah, that's that's the uh, big hint towards the trios match. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Um, QT Marshall uh, cut a promo talking shit about Hook. This was really just to build the Hook murdering a whole bunch of random people from the factory. Yep, which he did, which I'd love to see. Uh, and uh, figure Hook Marshall will be on the pay-per-view uh, as a cool-down before the main event. Yeah. Um, Dan Lambert, Man of the Year, cut a promo uh, talking about uh, Scorpio Sky not deciding to take the uh, shot into the Revolution Ladder match because he won it last year. Why does he need to do it again? Sure. Which I'm I mean, that's with. a logic. What I will say, though, is Lambert and the Man of the Year need a win <laughs> in any way, shape, or form right now. Agreed. Like, you talk about Scorpius guy has been pinned in 352 days. Is as much as three matches? <laughs> yeah. And how many times uh, is he, A, having a pin taken by Paige, or yeah. just winning on Dark that no one watches? Yeah. So, yeah. Wardlow defeated Nick Camarado, a match so unimportant that didn't have entrances, nor did most of it actually air on the show. Yep. Uh, it was mostly pitcher and pitcher, but surprise, surprise, uh, four power bombs won it for Wardlow. Wardlow now doing a symphony hand gesture to the crowd's delight. Mm-hmm. Um, post-match, uh, uh, Spears decided to cut a promo and said that uh, the power bomb symphony isn't over. And uh, needs to have no more power bombs. That's just stupid. 
Serena, <laughs> Serena Deeb defeated Kayla Sparks. Kayla Sparks, random ass indie talent, got to be Rick Rude for an evening. Yeah, she did. Pre-taped she... Rampage and then was on a live uh, edition of SmackDown. Yeah, so good for her. Yeah. She lost in two and a half minutes. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, we had the women's title contract signing where Rosa cut a short, sweet, and effective promo, and Britt Baker cut a rambling, ineffective one, which was really just a build to a brawl. Uh, where Mercedes Mercedes Martinez made yes. the save for Thunder Rosa, which means probably on Rampage next week as a lead in to the women's match, we'll get a tag match of some sort. Yep, now that makes sense. Then your main event was Orange Cassidy against Anthony Bowens. Same thing we always say about Anthony Bowens. He's really fucking good. Yes. Um, I'm just bummed, you know, that uh, he couldn't go further uh, into this. Him being in the face of the Revolution Ladder match would have actually been nice. I get it, though. OC is definitely the bigger star. Yeah. Uh, and he's a hell of a talent. That promo beforehand was great, uh, where uh, Arch Cassidy, who definitely understands his character, was like, uh, I don't know. Do I have to climb something? Is that <laughs> is that what's happening? And he's yeah. Like, no. No, uh, this this is the match you win to be in a ladder match. And he's like, oh, okay, I can do that. Um, also, the oh. Acclaims rap got edited as there was a line about Vladimir Putin. Uh, yeah, well, that so. was taped before the first yeah. uh, <laughs> Or possibly as it was happening. As it was happening, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That is very, very true. Yeah, yeah so it, it definitely sounded disjointed as it was happening. I'm like, wow, this yeah. sounds weird. Um, yeah. But... But yeah, that that was a good edit. That's a good yeah, edit. We had uh, Dan Housen pop up cursing Max Caster. Uh, so Max Caster got to eat a orange punch, and then another orange punch takes out Anthony Bowens. OC is uh, going to be in the face of the Revolution ladder match. And again, it was a really really fun show in terms of the shows this week. Uh, well, we've got the big show in Jacksonville on Wednesday. Whoa. Then we've got uh, we've got uh, Rampage on Friday, which will be live okay. in Florida uh, from the same venue as the pay-per-view, which is completely sold out on Sunday. It's um, Orlando, I believe, right? Yes, Orlando, Florida. Um, but yeah, Adam Page, John Silver, Alex Reynolds, they'll be going against Adam Cole and Red Dragon. Plus, we'll have the Casino Battle Royal. Uh, no word yet on what's actually going to be on Rampage. I'm sure stuff from uh, the Dynamite show will lead into what we have on Rampage. Well, we see we still need at least one more ladder match contestant. Right? There's only five at the moment, right? That's true. We we do need one more. Uh, and, and then so I'd imagine there will be a. Are they are they going to do a surprise entrant for the uh, uh, ladder match? Well, they did that with the casino ladder match. This, however, is just the face of the Revolution one. Okay. Where, like normally, ever, normally. Everyone yeah. is announced ahead of time. Okay. We'll see what happens. Revolution turning out to be a stacked card. Yeah, it is. Um, Jesus. I mean, uh, it, it should be a crazy, crazy show. Very much looking forward to how it plays out, including the Battle of the Atoms. Should be a wonderful time. Up and Atoms. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> what? Oh, God. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we will, of course, run through the whole whole card next week with our last-minute predictions and so on. Yeah. Chris, before we go, you sure you don't want to make one last attempt at uh, guessing what's going to happen on uh, on Wednesday with Tony Khan's All right. big announcement? Got one more guess. Okay. It is a new business uh, idea, okay. a joint venture mm-hmm. between AEW and... Mm-hmm. And Pornhub, 
leading off with uh, Jungle Boy and Anna J in a 69 minute 69 fest. And I just want to apologize to our listeners in Russia because you won't be able to access that right now. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, See you next week. The Rough House Podcast is a weekly podcast fueled by coffee, pizza rolls, and the stench of dirty litter boxes. Follow Christoph and Marty on Twitter at RoughHouseSGW, at Facebook.com slash The Rough House Podcast, and at Patreon.com slash The Rough House Podcast for early access to episodes, exclusive podcasts, Rough House Redos, and Rough House Divided movie trivia games. New episodes drop every single Monday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Subscribe, motherfuckers! This is the, the Rough House, Rough Pod. House uh, podcast with Justin and Kristoff. That's it. Fuck Kristoff. He's terrible with his information. Okay. Hey, this is The Rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis, and listen up, because this is the Rough House podcast with Marty and my least favorite man on the planet, Kristoff. The Rough House podcast is brought to you by the AJ Styles School for Talking Good promo well. If you want to like me, have a good talk style words with your speech, simply... Make sure that you cut the promo for people to be like, yeah, that man has the points for with talking app. The AJ Style School for Talking Good Promo Well is now accepting applications for prospective new students. Are you an aspiring pro wrestler but not sure if you can handle yourself on the stick? Then call the AJ Style School for Talking Good Promo Well to hone your craft, just like the phenomenal one, AJ Styles. For example, Claire Lynch, that ain't a, that's not a good. So I was like, uh-uh. And and then Dixie Carter, she said, "Hmm," and I'm like, "You got it," because I'm I'm the one that's pheno- phenomenal. I'm the phenomenal one here in this environment of wrestling. All right, we got six sides. Unlike Sorry, four now, AJ. We got four sides in the one. This is my house, and this is where I live. I'm the best. I'm the best that's ever been in the world. I'm the best that there is. Be the best that there is, just like AJ Styles. The AJ Styles School for Talking Good Promo Well will make sure you're ready to take the squared circle by vociferous force. Classes include Spitting Hot Fire 101, Advanced Pipe Bomb Dropping, and Mush Mouth Management. Send in your application now to the AJ Styles School for Talking Good Promo Well and make yourself phenomenal. I'm the phenomenal one, AJ Styles, and if you have desires to speak in a fashion much than the way that I have done talks before with the way I've done words all the, with my mouth. I make speak and people go, man, and then I kick people. Usually it heads, I, my head, I'm in the, I kick them in the head is what I do. Um, I'm a uh, total knockout. E, EC, TNA. TNA is what I'm in. Because that's, that's where I'm Really hoping I get hired by the WWE. I'll wear a mask. I hear there's a SIM card open. The AJ Style School for Talking Good Promo Well is located in the Deep South, right in front of Foreign Object Warehouse and perpendicular to the KFC. 